Hey there, today's question is, how do I find time for content creation when I already feel overbooked? Balancing building a successful business and being a superstar mom is hard. And yet, in today's digital world, it's more common than ever. The question becomes, how do we successfully grow a business and children at the same time? Join us for a candid conversation as we share our experiences and insights into marketing and motherhood. I'm Jesse Valle. And I'm Angela Reeder. Welcome to the Marketing Moms Podcast. All right, so we're going to talk a little bit about social media today. And it's really tough because I know a lot of people get sucked into the world of social media where you're just endlessly scrolling. And before you know it, 30 minutes have passed and you've accomplished absolutely nothing. And the kicker is you usually don't feel better than when you started scrolling. Don't you think, Angela? Oh yeah, definitely. I think with social media a lot today, you can actually end up being more frustrated or stressed by the time you're done scrolling than when you first started. And I think that's a little bit because people overshare. Mm -hmm. (laughs) People typically share things that they probably shouldn't, but I think it's all in an effort for community and connection. And I think it's just because, I mean, in the grand scheme of of all time, social media has not been around for very long. And so people don't necessarily know the optimal ways of using social media per se. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's definitely changed the way we interact with each other. And especially over the 2020 quarantines, when the whole world kind of shut down a little bit, it became a bigger lifeline for a lot of people to feel like they had a connection. Yeah. And I think for a business owner and a mom who already feels like they don't have a ton of time, but they do hop on social media to maybe feel connected to other moms or family. And it's going to be really hard because you sit here and think, okay, well, you know, sometimes I have trouble consuming this content. How am I going to create it as well for my business? Uh, because, you know, your business really should have a social media presence if you're learning to grow that like and trust factor where people know who you are and what you're about and get a feel for you. So you really need as a business to be creating content somewhere. I think another one of the problems is people tend to try to be all the places at once. And that can be really overwhelming as well. How am I supposed to make a post for Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and uh, TikTok and, you know, like Snapchat and who knows all the other ones that that people may or may not still use today. (laughs) Um, It can get overwhelming. So my tip number one is to focus on just one social media channel when you're, when you're first starting. And once you get that down pat and you feel like you have a solid schedule there and maybe even a little bit of a following, then you can branch out to some of the others. But the key is to choose the place that's twofold. One, where you actually think your customers are hanging out. 
but number two, the one that feels most natural to you. And that one's important just because if you don't like Instagram or you don't like pictures and then all of a sudden all you're doing is taking pictures and you're getting frustrated because it's not your thing, you're less likely to continue doing it. So you need to not only pick a place where you think your ideal customers are hanging out, but also one that you feel most comfortable as your your personal outlet. Yeah, I think that's really important. And, you know, a lot of people I have heard will give the advice, like, find where your clients are and go there. And sometimes, unless you're in a really specific market, that might not be as clear cut as it sounds. Or if you're just starting out and you haven't really narrowed down, like maybe you have a service or you have a product, but you haven't really narrowed down, like I build websites for nonprofits or I, you know, I make this thing for moms with toddlers. Like if you haven't really narrowed it down to that point, it can be kind of hard to be like, oh, well, they're just on. Pinterest or they're on Instagram or they're on LinkedIn. And so adding that factor of, well, where do you enjoy being can definitely help give you a place to start. Like Jesse said, if you don't like pictures or you don't feel like pictures really kind of go with your business, then Instagram is probably not a place you're going to enjoy trying to post you know, if you are not as in the professional sphere, you're not going to want to try messing around with LinkedIn because it's just going to be frustrating. But one thing I've noticed is when you do find that platform you enjoy and you are posting regularly and engaging regularly and starting to get followers, it's easier to track down where else your followers are. So you may start to get followers and realize Oh, all my followers also have a TikTok account or, you know, they're constantly telling me, oh, this person over on Instagram does this thing. You should check them out. And it sort of kind of gives you a direction for maybe the next place to go to start gathering more people that would be interested in your product or service. Yeah, I like that. So to circle back to the question of today, which was how can we find time for this content creation when we already feel limited on time, you know, one thing would be to stop and look at the amount of time you're consuming, not creating. And I've heard this before that when you hop on social media, you should always create, don't consume. But purely doing that is a mistake because you do need to consume to a certain point. You need to know what your competitors are doing. You need to know what your ideal customers are doing. You need to engage with them. And you need to to consume what they're doing. But that doesn't mean you need to scroll for three hours a day. So I think one of the simplest methods, and you guys have already probably figured this out, is to set a timer. (laughs) Just limit yourself to so many minutes a day. And you can actually do this for your your personal life as well. Like, okay, for my business, I'm going to check out what my competitors are doing for 10 minutes a day. 
which doesn't sound like a lot. And I know it goes by quickly, but if you do that five times a week, that's almost an hour. When you look at it in the grand scheme of things, it is a lot of time it builds up. And those 10 minutes a day really make a difference. And when you're done, you're like, you know what? I did a little bit of research today and I'm done. And then for personal life now, you have to be the master of your own domain there and and figure it out for yourself. But if you put a timer on yourself, then you won't feel guilty later. If you constantly feel guilty, man, I really wish I hadn't spent 45 minutes scrolling Facebook because I mean, I don't know about you, Angela, but I don't really feel good when I'm done. I feel annoyed at what people share. I feel (laughs) riled up by uh, really polarizing posts. I feel, I don't know, I generally, or sad because people have shared some really sad news, which again, typically you need to know those things are going on. So I'm not saying cut out social media altogether, but just limiting that time so you're not you know, going an entire hour and then thinking, oh, I feel awful. And what could I have been doing with that hour? Instead, it's, hey, I have allotted myself X number of minutes and it's done and I'm going to move on to other things. Yeah. One of the things I implemented about a year ago in my personal and business life is that because I have an iPhone. Um, Any of you that have an iPhone, there's actually a setting where you can set a time limit for a specific app. So I have a 15 minute timer on my Facebook, which is just long enough for me to get in, check out my business groups, see what's going on, connect with other business owners. Um, You know, if I have a, a group for like a program I'm working on, I can check in there, see what's going on there. Um, and then it just kind of, it stops me. Like it shuts the the app down and I have to like physically override it if I want to keep going on that app. And one, it's a good way for me to not get lost in the scroll, but also it's like just the right amount of time for me to check in, but not enough time for me to start consuming those posts that are more stressful than they are informational or relaxing or connecting. So, and also one of the things I recommend is when you are scrolling, if you have an idea for a piece of content or something you want to share or something to do with your business, write it down or make a note in your phone. And eventually you will have like a running list of content ideas that you can pick from that make that content creation a little easier because you're not just sitting and going, well, what am I going to talk about today? I have to post three times today and I don't know what I'm going to do. And you just sort of have that list and ideas can come from anywhere. They can come from your Facebook groups. They can come from a comment somebody leaves on one of your posts. They can come from something you see while you're scrolling. Um, They're, you know, also off of social media, but specifically when you're scrolling through social media, you can kind of come up with ideas of either something you want to learn more about to maybe post about or just an idea to post about. And everybody always thinks they'll remember like, oh, that's a great idea. I have to do that later. But then it's amazing how often 
you forget that you even had the idea, let alone forgetting the idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so keeping that running list can definitely help with the content creation process. And also having that purpose when you are scrolling social media, like, okay, my purpose today is not only to consume, but while I'm here, I need to find three ideas for future posts for myself. And having that multitasking going on, as we moms really love to do, will also make you feel like you're not wasting your time. Uh, I, I will say, you know, Angela and I talked about in a previous episode about the types of tasks that you should just get rid of in your life. <laughs> but then we also said, hey, but if it's serving you as self-care and, and stuff like that, then you need to keep it no matter how pointless it seems. If it's helping your mental state, then you need to keep it. The problem with social media is most often, I mean, I can't speak for everyone, but most often it's not helping your psyche and it's not helping your self-care. So putting that multitask task on there of, okay, I'm going to find ideas for my business and I'm going to scroll Facebook then or whatever. It, it really helps you not feel like you wasted time or did something you shouldn't be doing with your time, I guess. You know, people always say, oh, I don't have time to do da 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 And maybe I need to have a whole episode and get on a soapbox about this. But it's not about time. It's never about time. Everybody has the same amount of time. So if you look at someone that you think is more productive, they have the same amount of hours as you do. It's not that you don't have enough time. It's that you aren't making it a priority over other things, right? So if you sit here and say, oh, I don't have time to make social media posts. Well, then all that means is that you don't see the value to make it enough of a priority to where you're doing it over the other things that you're doing in your business. So that's another clue the moment you say, I don't have time, that you need to sit down and really think about what your priorities are, not just in your business, but even in your life. Um, I don't have time for laundry. (laughs) Okay, great. What are you prioritizing over the laundry? Is it spending time with your kids? Hey, they may not be that bad. Is it, you know, playing video games for three hours a night? I don't know. You need to think about what is important in your life. But the moment you say, I don't have time, that's a trigger that you need to go back and and reprioritize. The the last thing I was going to say then is as your business grows, just know that the tasks that you don't enjoy doing, you know, some people really love social media and they really love doing that kind of stuff. Angela and I both are not necessarily those types of people. So it's really hard for us to step into those shoes and talk about that. But we understand that there are a lot of people who love social media and love creating content and this and that. But you just have to also realize that whatever it is in your business that you're not a super fan of doing Once you get to a certain point, you can always hire it out. There are plenty of virtual assistants who are social media managers and they love doing that for other businesses. They spend all day, every day creating content for other businesses and they are experts at it. So 
if you can find someone who not only enjoys doing it, but they do it for a lot of people, they're experts, they're very efficient, they have their systems down, and it doesn't cause them stress, then that might be one of your very first hires, which we'll definitely tackle in another episode. But just know that obviously in the beginning, most of us need to do everything on our own. But once you get to a certain point, know that this is one of the tasks that's very easy to hire out. Now, yes, a certain part of social media has to be personal to you so that your personality comes through as the business owner, but you can give a social media manager ideas and quotes and pictures, and then they take it and actually create the content. So it's a lot less stressful out of your day to think about what should I do? And and all you're doing is coming up with quotes and snapping pictures and passing it off and then they figure out what to do with it. Yeah, I will say a lot of social media managers that I have known are really good about capturing the essence of the brands they're working with and the kind of the way that the business owner speaks and the way they want to be presented. Like they're that's a big part of their job and they're really good at it. And you know, for some people, that's really fun. Um, social media manage or well, creation and management was one of my first like real online business jobs. And it was fun um, when I was doing it for other brands. But then when I started working on my own business, not as fun. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm a big fan of hiring out for social media management if that's something that you Um, are at a place for in your business because they really do truly enjoy and it can really kind of level up your social media and you still get to get in there like you can still get in there and respond to comments and check in with your audience like it doesn't mean that you have to be entirely hands-off it's just that the parts that you don't enjoy as much or are stressful for you are off your plate yep So today I would say our challenge is actually to start really small. I know we mentioned earlier in the episode that when you're scrolling social media, maybe you want to come up with like three ideas for content. I'm going to chop that down to one. Today, your goal is anytime you're on social media, no matter what channel it is, I want you to come up with one idea for something you could create for your business and just write it down. Like that's it. Think about what it is and write it down. I'm not even asking you to act on it. I'm just asking you to write it down. That is your task for today. We'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for joining us today. We're so honored this is where you chose to spend your time. If this episode helped you in some way, please share it with another mom who needs to hear it. We're in this together. And if you're looking to spend even more time with us, visit marketingmomspodcast.com for more episodes, free goodies, and ways to connect. Don't forget to check out our brand new Marketing Moms book, now available on Amazon. 